Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chance. I am your host, Bobby Sampson, and joined with me, as always, is my man with the Master Clan in his OPEX fitness t-shirt, Mr. Chance. Michael's Chance, how are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good yourself. Can't complain, man. On today's show, we're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about the top news of the week. Man, I think it's going to be a pretty cool show, man. Um, Let's start with Friday Night Smackdown. Let's just go straight there and talk about the one thing that happened there that everybody was waiting for. The Usos, the bloodline, it's dissipated, it's broken, it's done. So we think there are other Usos around. Uh, So never say never. So as it stands right now, for those who missed it, and I'm sure anyone listening today hasn't missed this and if you have dude where the fuck have you been hiding <laughs> so jay uso comes out and he's supposed to make his decision if he's going to stay with the bloodline or not and yep. you know there at the end he's going back and forth he's talking about how roman helped him and then roman says something along the lines that when we wanted to make you the right hand man there was only one person who was against it and that turned out to be jimmy Please yep. so ask Jimmy if this is true. And, you know, all this time I thought I had to deal with him, but I was dealing with you too. Well, I guess you're out. I guess you're out, he says. I guess, guess what? I'm out too. Super kick. Oh. Boom. Took out Roman Reigns right there. And then he posted something. I think uh, he's saying he broke his nose or something. Uh, I don't know if you saw that picture of him. I did. Um, they took out Solo. They They came back and took him out one more time. So... Very much like the Marvel Cinema Universe, we have the Bloodline um, Civil War match at at, at um, Money in the Bank. Should be a good tag team match. Are the belts on the line? There are no belts, though. Well, I mean, is Roman Reigns going to put... Oh, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right. no, no, no. It's kind of funny because... Sammy and uh, Kevin got those. Yeah, Seven and Cami got those. And it's kind of funny you bring that up only for the fact that it was mentioned last night on Raw. Kevin's all like, why do you guys keep asking us about the Uso still? We're done with those guys, <laughs> right? Like, I like the storyline they're playing there, man. I like it. I like what they're doing there as well. But let's get into Raw. Let's go straight to Raw now. And yeah. uh, basically, the show opens up with Seth Rollins coming out. And he doesn't even get started, man. Finn comes out, destroys him, destroys him. Now, I have one phone about this segment here, okay? I know wrestling is what wrestling is. You know, we don't yeah. need to go into that. But make it believable. I know, and, I know. And, I and, would, if, yeah. and if I'm cringing, then it has to be something. Like, I, I, I say I'm the most patient person when it comes. And you can probably attest to this compared to you and I when it comes to what we see. Yeah. I feel I'm a bit more patient and a bit more lenient with the product than you are. You're a bit more yeah. cutthroat, which is totally great. I, I love that because that balances us, right? Yeah. Now, here's the problem I had with that segment last night. Finn isn't the biggest guy on the roster. No, not at all. Now, Kenny Dykstra and Jason Jordan, the two guys that were out there, former WWE guys, are bigger than him. Right? Yeah, quite a bit. How the hell... Can this guy get off with four, three to four coup de grace and no one can stop the guy? He's like a little mini Brock Lesnar there. Right? I got frustrated at the end. I truly did. Because I'm just watching, okay, one, done. Two, great. I got that. Three, four. To come back with the third and the fourth, I just kind of, then I start to cringe. I'm like, okay, you know what? If I'm a casual fan, I'm not enjoying this anymore because, come on, man. <clears throat> the guy's little. No disrespect to Finn. 
it was way over the top. I guess why they're doing it, maybe Vinny and Triple H were thinking, well, he put Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins put Finn Balor out for a year. He did that buckle bomb. You know, he hurt his neck. Whatever, same thing. He did sting. So that Finn is so pissed off. He's demon Finn's back. I need my revenge. I'm going to go over the top with those coup de gras four times, maybe. It's what they're trying to sell. No, no. And I, I'm sure that's the line there that they're trying to push yeah. here. Plus, because this is the first big defense of the new title they're really really pushing the storyline as well right which is great i get it you're frustrated you're angry and i love what we're seeing from finn as a character i think this his true calling is a heel i don't think he works as a he's not a good baby face no no he's an amazing heel and i think he found his right place and his niche right um i and again I, i get it they're trying to sell the story i think that's what it was all about but ultimately at the end of the day I just thought it was too much for me personally. It was a little over the top, a little unrealistic. I totally was thinking that when I was watching that. Absolutely. Right. All right. Should be so a good we, match on Money in the Bank, though. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. These guys have always put on great matches. They're great athletes. They're great performers. Um, it's kind of like having two Shawn Michaels working against each other. They, you know, they usually are the guys that carry matches and the guys that make other guys look good. Yeah. Right? Seth, Seth made Damian look good, even though he's quite flawed in, in a lot of yeah, areas. Absolutely. He did. Right. So you get two guys. It's kind of, I kind of equate this to a Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart match. Sort of. Finn doesn't quite have the character of those guys, but I get what you're saying. They're both great in the ring. That's what I mean. I'm talking about in ring ability, not so much character. This could be, Um, this has the potential to be a classic if they both show up and give it their all. I think they will. I think, you know, right now, I am going to say this is probably the match of the night. Right now, Uh, we're two weeks away. Let's see what they do. Right, um, Money in the Bank is actually about to be quite a good card, actually in London. They're they're they got pulling all the stops here. We well, got I Roman, mean, Logan, we got it yeah, all. Yeah, no, you got everything going on, and on top of that, that UK crowd, even if it's a shitty show, they're gonna make it look really good. Yeah, that crowd's hot. always live, right? They're always hot. Um, all right, so we get into the Miz versus Tommaso Ciampa, a returning Tommaso Ciampa. He's been gone for about nine months. Uh, he's fully healed up. Everything is good for him. Miz comes out and he talks about uh, how he felt cheated last last night. Uh, he wanted because Seth came out to do his open challenge, right? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen. So Miz comes out. He's pissed off. He says, "I can beat anybody on the roster. There's no one back there who's better than me." Out comes Tomasa. Now, last we saw Tomasa, him and the Miz were running together, right? Yeah. So I'm figuring, okay, you know, he's gonna give him a hug and punch him in the face. Pretty much what happened. Uh, so the story goes here that Tomasa felt slighted because Miz never called him, never reached out to him, never checked on him to see how he was, sort of a deal. Typical story. Yep. So that brings <coughs> Tomasa in and gets that going. Now I feel bad for the Miz here. I mean, I I almost feel like this guy's losing way more than he's winning the last little while. I think he's got to the point where he's just so good at working, such so good at selling, storytelling. They're going to put him in there to help build the other guys. But he, speaking of his selling... When he jumped off the top rope, he took that kick or knee. Was that a kick or a knee from uh, Champa there? And he stood up and sold it so good. And oh, that was a knee. That was, that was a knee, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the top rope, the way he missed, sold that was beautiful. He's so underrated because that was ex- that was textbook selling there. He no, stood no. up, looked like it. It's like the way he hit it was beautiful how he did it. I I'm telling you, you look at the class, you look at the Miz, and you look uh the guys who came out of that particular show. The Miz, John Morrison were the main two guys that kind of stuck, right? The low-key yeah. guy was a guy who won, and Taker beat the shit out of him, remember, in the Royal, in the Royal Rumble when he got eliminated by What him? was that guy's name again? It was uh, Maven? Maven, yeah. But Maven, he also you know, went by... Maven? 
Well, Maven went on to MLW and, you know, different things after he got released. But I think you can find him on the independent scene. Sometimes he shows up on MLW, okay. um, which is... Um, Major League Wrestling, is that what it's Major called? Le- yeah, Major League Wrestling. Uh, ironically enough, you got a Uso sitting there and you got another Uso just wandering around. I have a suspicious feeling another Uso is going to emerge in London and and stir this up a little bit. I don't think the bloodline's dead. I just think you're going to get two. Well, it's still kind of around because you got Roman and Solo. Sequoia, you got Roman so and Solo. I don't know. You got that. But what I'm saying is you you, you got those other Fatus out there, right? Yes, there's, true. There, there's another one. So we've seen three of Rikishi's kids. There's a fourth that's out there. That's the fourth one. Okay. And he wrestles too. So go figure. I could see it where the two older brothers are against the two younger brothers. Family then, feud. Yeah, with Roman kind of calling the shots. Could be that. I like to see that. Could be good. All right, so let's get right back into Raw here, guys and gals. Um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, um, you know, backstage segment. Sami's telling Kevin, "I think you have an anger problem." Kevin's like, "No, no, no, I don't have an anger problem. I just have a." Useless people problem, you know, sort of a deal. That's a good so, line. Right, right. So Kevin challenges, or Sammy challenges I'm like, okay, you know, if you don't have an anger problem, then, you know, you, you'll stay cool for the rest of the night, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, they're, they're, they're hard, hard team, but they're also very comedic. They have that ability. I, I have to give them the credit. I mean, yep. they're, they're doing great work together. Uh, Sammy playing the straight man and Kevin playing the loose cannon. It's good. I like it. it it's, well, they've got good chemistry. So far, it's working. I, I don't have a problem at all. If Owen blows up, he has to admit he has a problem. And that's where that segment was left off. Uh, where are we? Let's get back to the ring here. All right. So Chelsea Green, Sonia Deville versus Caden Carton and Katana Chance. Um, what do you think of the TikTok stuff that they were showing? Like they're really pushing her as a Karen type character. I liked it. I don't mind it. Something different. He needs a little bit of character. So I, I thought it was good. Well done. What about you? No, I had no issues with it at all. I knew I that's did. the kind of direction they were going. Now, here's my question. People that with the name Karen, they probably want to change their name, eh? Yeah, I know. That's that's just went worldwide now. The right? one Karen took it over the top. Right? Like, um, do you know any actual Karens, though? I know one, but not really well. She goes to the gym. I know her. Just small talk, but not personally. Not really. No, do you? I went to school with a couple of Karens and I thought about it last night, you know, like instead of counting sheep, I tried to count all the Karens I know. And quite <laughs> frankly, man, I, I think the last Karen I knew was 1993. Wow. Yeah. Like I, I don't remember anyone by the name of Karen. No, I don't think it's a name. People are naming their kids, the new generation as much anymore, but no, I think everyone calls Especially it. after this. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. All right. So, um, Blah, blah, blah. You know what? This match was really quick. It ended in two minutes. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Green sent outside, uh, finishes off DeVille. Yeah, so basically a 450 off the top, finishes off DeVille. That match is done. Um, I like Caden and Chad. Yeah, me too. I really do like them. A, they have your name, so that's kind of cool. Um, and, and I also like the fact, like we talked about before, the fact that they're an actual tag team. You don't see much of that nowadays. It's right. Like random guys, the girls throwing together. Yeah, and if you think about it, last night, uh, Chelsea and Sonia came out of matching gear as well. So they're kind of taking this branding of a team seriously too. Maybe this is something they're kind of starting, and we're going to see. I hope so. This right. Uh, Cody Rhodes comes out. He stage on the stage. He accepts 
accepts Dominic's challenge, and that's that. MJ Shear versus Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin squash match. Uh, you know they're pushing they're pushing Veer, so just keep watching for that, guys. Um, in the back, Kevin Owens gets doused with some very cold water, but manages to keep himself calm. Owens says that he has an idiot problem and runs into Matt Riddle. <laughs> As Owen bites through his hand because he knows he's in trouble, Riddle asks if he's seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Owens manages to lose it only for a few seconds, wishing Riddle a good luck and walking away. Cool. Segment. That was a good little segment. All right, here's the returning Logan Paul, um, still a heel. He's in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, your thoughts on that? I love it. Anytime that guy's out, he's money. He's such a good character, athletic. That promo we cut was wicked, and then that front flip over the top rope. He's so athletic, so he's brilliant. Then he drank the prime after he landed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's kind of cool. I mean, he's so far so far so good with the guy. He hasn't missed a spot. I'm waiting, and I, I, dude, I'm, I'm not hoping for it, but I'm waiting for him to miss a spot or flub something only for the fact, not because I want to enjoy his misfortune. I want to see how he reacts to it and how he rebounds from that because we haven't seen that yet. There's one thing that I, true, there's one thing that I know is all the guys in the ring for Money in the Bank, Logan Paul's the biggest star and I think he's better than every one of those guys, LA Knight and all those guys. He can out-talk him and he can out-work him. That's how good this guy is. Well, I think, he's good. He's got the size too. I'll disagree with you on the fact that I think some of the guys in there probably have a bit more talent in the ring than he does, to be fair. That's just my opinion. They but I, arm I, locks and headlocks, but they can't perform like him. Well, again, here comes Ricochet, and he basically says, oh, I, I put you, I made you viral. Yeah, that was right? a good spot. So that was a cool spot as well. Like, take nothing away from Logan Paul. I, I think he's done great. He's given me no reason not to oh, doubt him. All I'm saying is at this point in his career, I like to see how he handles adversity because everything he's done so far has stuck, and that's brilliant. Good for him, good for the product, good for wrestling. Right? Nothing oh, yeah. against it. He's raised the bar so high now that anybody that's a quote a celebrity that comes in, I don't think anybody will be able to match him. He's that good. He's got so many good spots. I hope he wins money in the bank. Uh what to be honest, I don't think he will only because I don't think he will, but I hope yeah. he does. Wishful thinking, I think it's LA Knights. We'll make our predictions, but right now I feel LA Knights is gonna be the guy to win it. Could be. That's just my thinking on it. Looking at everyone on the roster, looking at all the guys that are in this match. He's probably the most realistic one, in my opinion, to kind of walk away with it. If Ricochet yeah. was going to win, he would have won it by now, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it will, might probably will be LA Knight, but I hope... Uh, right? Yeah, if Logan was more full-time and not sporadic, then I could see it, right? But just because you kind of want to have that guy around, yeah, you know, for, for the close calls and, and for, the, for those kind of segments, it's kind of... Uh, yeah. No, but I love it that they threw a star in the match like that. It was a brilliant decision. I love it. I'm happy no, about it. That's cool. It's cool. I mean, you're going to get some assholes in the back probably complaining that, oh, you know, here comes a guy again. But again, when they cash that check for money in the bank, you know, everyone's going to get that extra zero at the end. Uh, I so. would, that's true. But I would also say to those same guys that complain about that, the stars coming in, become that star then. Become bigger than Logan Paul, and he won't be here. You'll be in the spot, but you're not. So uh, speaking of that, show everybody that mug that you got the first time you've had that on there yes absolutely so guys uh happy father's day to That's me cool. i i got this from little miss miss and big miss miss uh thank you so much guys it was fantastic i yeah, love it looks this cool. thing. i like it 
It looks really cool. They did an amazing job. I was actually really surprised. Um, yeah, no, uh, the oh, little, I like it. No, thank you so much. I, uh, it's a one of a kind. Uh, I'll get that you is, one made yeah. as well. So yeah, we'll 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 figure that out. But yeah, no, I'm I'm really uh, I'm smitten over this one, man. Like you know what? I mean, I don't expect cool. anything from anyone anymore. You know, but but this this was like probably one of the best things I've received. That's but really yeah. cool. She did a good job. And the cake she got for you too had that logo on it. it was she got cool the too. cake and, and it, she she complained. Uh, the missus did complain. How come you didn't post it on Instagram? How come you didn't post it anywhere? I said because I had my name on it. Oh, okay. That's right? cool though. So I said I didn't want my name on it. If it was just a blank canvas, like just the logo and everything. Yeah. And then I would have done it for sure. But I, I don't want to give away the secrets. <laughs> No, she's she's very creative with that stuff. I gotta give her credit as well. No, I, I was impressed. I was really happy. I was really blessed. Um, I, I'm I'm blessed. I like man. that. You, it, I hope somebody catches that subliminal. I was really happy. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I know for sure. I, I I I can't say enough. I mean, it was um, I'm blessed, man. Honestly, we're both blessed. We cool. we got yeah. we got great families that support us to allow us to do what we do. So, uh, enough of the wishy-washy shit let's get back to the man stuff matt riddle versus ludwig kaiser uh straight up match i, I see where this is going you're going to see a riddle gunther kind of program kind of emerge from this that could be well, fun you got the goofy hippie stoner versus serious you know no absolutely fun no no fun. no no right yeah i mean this is the modern day uh lance storm if you if you think about it right yeah no nonsense that the character that he played back in the early 2000s right I don't yep. smile. No nonsense. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, straight up match here. They did some serious damage on him. Uh, poor Riddle. Uh, they really worked they over the leg. Good. They beat him really, really well. Um, so, yeah. So we're, we're, we're building up slowly for that. I'm I'm curious. I'm, what I found funny about this is the fact that no one came out to help him. Yeah, where's all his buddies? He doesn't have any friends backstage, I guess, anymore, eh? Without Orton there. Well, I don't know, man. I thought Kevin or Sammy would have come to help him, you know, considering all the times he's come out to help them. I guess they want to keep Sammy and Kevin out of this story, I guess. Well, yeah. And, you know, so <coughs> overall, you know, this is why someone like Gunther has lackeys, as Riddles can beat someone with a bit of credibility. Uh, so, you know, you can beat all his guys, but you have a harder time against him. Uh, yeah. The beat down at the end and all that stuff. It's just it's just building the story, man. Just yeah, absolutely. Building up the story and they're doing a great job. Imperium interrupts Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens with the latter getting rather annoyed. Sami gets a message and they say they have to leave. Who do you think that message is for? Well, who do you think? Well, I should probably mention this too, right? So the reason he they got a message is earlier on, Cody was challenged by Dominic to take on all three members of Judgment Day, yeah, the yeah. male. So he needed to go find a couple of partners. Well, I guess, you know, I'm thinking that's who, who that message was from. Let's it's hard to out. say. Maybe hard it's something we're not thinking about, which is always fun. Right? Uh, that's what I was kind of hoping. But, I mean, the only two guys left on the show are those guys. So That's true. Alpha Academy, Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders get one back here. They're building up the story with Maxine. Now she can do uh, suplex. She gets a suplex, but they're cheering too much. Meanwhile, Chad gets screwed over. And takes the loss, so it's one one. Um, yeah, they're building that story up nicely too, I guess. I mean, what are you gonna do? They got a good little rivalry going on here, a couple good tag teams, something different. 
It's just something to do, right? I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I don't know what they're going to do with the Alfie Academy. I have a feeling they're going to split somewhere here. Uh, Otis and Maxine going one way with, with Chad going the other way. Eventually, seems that way. It seems this way. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, just going to... We're just in a holding pattern, man. Yeah, they're just we, getting out there, getting their matches, getting their stuff in, filling up the show. No, 100%. Um, so Natalia comes out and she's fighting Rhea Ripley. Uh, she, she talks about how she feels that she let people down and, you know, she doesn't know what's going on anymore. Kind of, a, I think she's at the final stages. Like she's at the last couple holes of her career in my opinion. Oh, yeah. So I, I got to give Rhea credit. She picked Natalia off the ground and slammed her. And that's, that's not easy to do because Natalia is, she's, well, Natalia isn't a big girl. Got some size to it, but no, she's thick. I mean. She's thick. She's thick. Yeah. So, like picking right. her up like that wasn't easy off yeah, the ground. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not, not a fat thick. Just like a nice, you know. She, she's she's still... big bone like her dad. Exactly. She's, she's like got gym. she big bone. There you go. Yeah. Um, no matter how much weight the woman loses, she'll always have that big body. Yeah, that big physique, structure right? like her dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that didn't even get started, and it was pretty much a squash. Um. Afterwards, though, it's kind of interesting. I want to point this out. Uh, Natalia apologizes again to everybody, and you know, saying she's not sure what's you know what what's happening with her. Meanwhile, Rio replies with her sticking up the middle finger, saying, "You know what? You know that's just the way it goes." <laughs> yep. I like Rio. I like I, I like what she's doing, man. Um, this is fun, eh? So Raquel Rodriguez is ready to get into a Money in the Bank. And she runs into Rhea Ripley. Rodriguez says Ripley isn't ready for her. I like that match. That's something I'm looking forward to. I don't think maybe WrestleMania. Maybe WrestleMania will see this happen. But this is something you saw them standing beside each other. Raquel is bigger than her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know who Raquel's dating? No, I have no idea who. Braun. Braun Strowman? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, it makes sense, man. I mean, he needs someone you know who can look her in the eye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so okay. yeah, so so they're together. And um, Ludwig Kaiser is dating Trif- Tiffany Stratton, who's the current NXT Women's Champion. Just, oh, he is. I didn't know that either. I'm just throwing that out there because I saw it. And I thought I'd just kind of yeah. Well, it's good to combine the two. All right, so Cody's in the back. He's working with his band, getting warmed up. Tazawa comes and goes. I'm your man. <laughs> he's like thanks man <laughs> and uh Sammy and Kevin show up and says hey we got your message so now we know who the message is from and uh basically the match is set and uh Kevin almost lost his temper because he said what I can't punch anyone in the face because uh what's his name Cody told them that Chazala came by and offered his services but he's yep. you know he's probably not going to go with him and he's going to go with these guys Raquel Rodriguez versus Trish Stratus for money in the bank. Now, this was a surprise because I thought it was going to be Raquel who was going to walk away with this, but Trish wins. It's good to have I her. In. Only maybe I... got a few matches left. You got to throw her in, especially yeah. in London, too. Well, right? let's put it this way. Here's something that I didn't know that was mentioned on the broadcast. She has never participated in any form of a ladder match. Yeah, I, I didn't know that, but yeah, I believe that. Right. So, I mean, here's one way to get her into a ladder match. And, you know, I don't know how much she's going to do because these things can be really physical. Not too much. Well, it's tough, though. Like, I, I mean, you, you're going to be watching her, right? People are going to be, you know, focused on her a little bit because she's something different. She's the one character in this match that hasn't been around. 
So I'm curious to see what her work weight's going to be and what kind of spot she's going to be involved in. Because, I mean, I don't know if she can take a lot of shots. I'm I'm gonna be honest, man. I mean, she's I in her forties. So they'll be soft. They'll be gentle with her, but she'll do something. Yeah, she'll take a she'll take a fall off the ladder. Or money that. Money in the Bank has always been where they're they're not they they fight strong style with the ladder and in Money in the Bank. It feels right like yeah. they're they're not they're not going soft. I don't know how soft you can go with with her. She'll take a couple bangs, man. I hit with the ladder, throw it off the ladder. Or something. That's what I'm curious about. That's what I am, and I'm curious to see is Shotzi in it. I'm not sure to be honest, actually. Okay, because she was in the last one, and they said that you know she she was kind of scrambly and all over the place. So I'm kind of curious. I can't recall right now if she's in it or not. But I'm not anyway. sure. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I was said they're bringing out all the big stars for London. Yeah. It's a special one in London. So no, London, London, London. Special start time at five o'clock in the east. Uh, one or no, sorry, yeah, five o'clock in the east. Two o'clock here. Two o'clock here. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Okay. Um, where are we here? Braun Breaker. So tonight on NXT, Seth is apparently defending the title against yeah. Braun Breaker. So if you guys get a chance, catch that. Uh, Seth said he's going to show up there. So we should get that match. I don't, I don't understand the, the booking with that myself. That's a cool match. We'll get people to watch NXT. I get that part of it. But you're going to put your, your best guy because he's the champion on the developmental show. That's okay. like taking Wayne Gretzky and putting him in the AHL. Right. I don't get okay. it. I have an answer for you. So Nick Khan did an interview and he addressed this specifically, not necessarily the match tonight, yeah, but tonight. why, why right, but why are Baron Corbin, Mustafa Ali, guys like that showing up on NXT? <laughs> Reason being is a part of the draft is some of these guys are undrafted, right? So they're free agents, they go wherever they yeah. want. So Nick Khan is saying that they're treating NXT as a third brand, not necessarily a developmental brand anymore. They got to let the audience know that because he's saying that anyways. They got to say that on Raw or SmackDown, like, hey, because we right. think this is like the AHL, the CFL here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, and again, like, I'm sure they'll come up with something here eventually, yeah. but that's the reason for it. So they're trying to bring in these guys uh, to kind of up that talent roster. Yeah, make you want to watch it. I get yeah, it. It's smart. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. just think with three shows like that, it might be too much. Well, I mean, if anyone See, can produce three shows and make them successful, it's those guys compared to their competitors. We'll talk about no, that in a minute. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but all yeah, right. I'm going to watch it because of that. So it's working, whatever they're doing. So yeah, 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 yeah. Shinsuke, Bronson, Reed. Again, these guys have been going back and forth. The thing I don't like about this match, they both wear the same color gear. That doesn't, that, <laughs> I don't like the color contrast. That was, they both had the black and the white, like exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Got, they, they, no, like fair that. enough. I think maybe they thought one that's guy was nitpicking, skinny. but still. No, I get it, and that's beautiful. Uh, I thought maybe if anything, you can tell the difference because one guy is small and yeah, the other guy is large, right? Yeah, but I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's kind of like watching Juventus play a team who has. It's like watching Juventus play uh, Newcastle. Yeah, and many of them are the same jerseys. <laughs> well, they basically have the same jerseys. Yeah, it's like France, right. Yeah, must be the last minute. Um, Okay, look, this match was really quick. They're building up. I have a feeling we're going to get a triple threat between these three guys because Ricochet comes out and interferes in this match. Okay, plain and simple. Keeping everyone strong, it's leading up to a triple threat somewhere along the line. It has to. I think so. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and the Judgment Day. Everyone gets down. Straightforward match. A lot of close calls. 
A lot of good action. Dominic did pretty well here. Yeah. This yep. um, is with the three one or the six one nine. Um, win a few segments. Okay, so the crowd was on fire for this, and the match, and that made the match that much more exciting. Uh, great spots here and there, but the final came when, oh, we got the basically Sammy got the Hulua kick on. Sorry, the Cody. Pardon me, pardon me. So, okay, Cody gets a, a two-kick on Dom, on, on yeah. Damien, kicks him out. Uh, What's-his-face? Dominic comes in, gets a Luva kick, gets a stunner, gets a crossroads. One, two, three. Match is over. Yeah. Everyone goes home happy. Judgment Day's staring back and forth. Nice ending. I like how they're looking at each other. Um, That was raw, man. It was actually pretty good raw overall. I don't really have any complaints about it. It was good. It was a lot of good matches. Some good action. You got Logan Paul out there. I thought it was one of the better Raws lately. No, I it. no, I have no complaints. I thought Raw was fun. Uh, no issues at all. Um, overall, we're we're building up to something really cool here. I'm excited to see where we're going with all of it. Money in the Bank is going to be good. They got the stars. They got some good matches here in London. So I think it's going to be a really really good show. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So hey, um, did you watch Collision? I did. I didn't watch it live, but I watched it the next day. Thoughts? I couldn't believe it when I seen CM Punk come out there. I, I don't think he's been exercising or anything lately. Like he looked a little out of shape. It's the first thing that I noticed um, when he when he when he took his shirt off, on, kind of did his promo stuff, the basic basic Punk. You know, he's 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 the best thing walking pretty much. You know, and it was a good promo. Like he does put a lot of emotion in his stuff, and he, he's really over the AEW crowd. Loves him. He's more over than Kenny Omega. Um, oh. First off, it was in Chicago at the United Center, so oh, that yeah, helps yeah. a lot as well. Now, problem. you ready for this? I think the whole fucking thing was a work. I don't think so. No, no, no. Think about it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, go ahead. I'll hear it. I think it was an entire work because the injury that he suffered, based on the time frame to heal and everything, is around this time. Now, Hear me out, hear me out. Now, I, I I think it's a work only for the fact that anybody in their right mind after everything he said, considering that ESPN interview that was released before Collision, all the shit that he's talking, he hasn't changed his tune. He's still talking crap about everyone, even in his promos. When the Bucks and Kenny came back, they never said shit. They never acknowledged it, right? But he said things in his promo about the Bucks, a few bucks short. Things yeah. like that, little things like that. It just leads either Tony Khan is a complete fool. I think he just summed it up right there. Or he's a genius because he pulled the wool over everyone. Because I mean, if Punk was injured anyways, if the meat was torn off his tricep the way he's describing it, the time frame for his return would have been around now. Well, it could be both, right? He did that fight did happen. And he was injured, so they're waiting for his injury to heal. But that only there was a work at all. Like people say the Montreal screw job was a work. I don't buy all that stuff. This is real. The reason why Punk doesn't like the Bucks and Omega because they're Christians. He's an atheist. He tells everybody he's an atheist. He's sober. He's the greatest guy to walk God's green earth, and he doesn't like them because of that. So yeah. he's got a little bit of beef to pick with him. I think it was totally happened. And plus, Tony Khan, if it was worth, wouldn't let Punk humiliate him like that at the press conference. That was pretty embarrassing, and it makes Tony Khan look weak. So that's why I don't think it was a work. 
And um, they probably talk like, hey, I'm going to say this about you. I'm going to keep this. They're going to take this what real life thing and make it into like, like it was a work. I don't think it was a work. I think it was legit. But you are right. Came back after the injury. But uh, I mean, he doesn't like them because they're he, Punk is a very, very angry guy. He's a very, very hateful guy. He, he should not be a part of anything, in my opinion, no. if that's the case. Like, oh, look, man, to be honest, it was cool to see Punk come back. I, I, I tuned in, right? I tuned in because I was curious. Well, you want to see what he's going to do. He's a train wreck. Right. He's a train wreck, right? He comes out and he cuts this promo, which I thought was kind of cool. Don't get me wrong. I haven't heard him talk in a while, right? He made some valid points here and there. But, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I look at the show Collision. It wasn't great per se. It was nice to see Andrade come back. Um, To be honest, uh, the the main event was the wrestling was good. I have nothing against the wrestling. Here's my problem with it. Do you think the network is paying for this, or do you think Tony Khan is paying the network to put the show on? I because, don't know, because look, I mean, let's just look at it this way, okay? If I'm WWE and my yeah. ratings are so poor on USA Network that I say to them, hey, guys, I have a third show that I want to put on, do you think they'll put that on? You wouldn't think so. Right? Like, you look at the ratings that they get for Dynamite. Forget Rampage. That's non-existent. No. If no one's going to watch wrestling on a Friday night, who's going to watch? Who's going to? Well, there you go. Who's going to watch a regular wrestling? Well, think about it. The time it comes on, too. They got the shittiest time. What, Rampage? Yeah, it comes on at 10 Eastern. Yeah. Right? It's Except right after SmackDown. Time. It's right after SmackDown. So it ties in perfectly for us. But here's the funny thing, man. Most times after SmackDown, I forget Rampage is on. I just want to say that after you watch two hours of SmackDown, you don't want to watch another hour or two of Rampage. You're done. No, no, so, not at all. Not at all. I'm not all. sure why they chose to go Friday. That was a silly decision. And what's Collision for? Is it once a week, once a month? What is it? it, it it's, it's a weekly Saturday program now. Look, they're going to get their numbers for the first two weeks, three weeks, yeah, maybe. Punk was back, yeah. Punk is back. But I mean, ultimately, I think within the month, you're going to see it get the numbers that it's going to get, right? Another thing I was checking out their ticket sales that they're going to Toronto and Montreal there. They're doing Dynamite and Rampage and Collision. They only have sold like three, 4,000 tickets. They brought their price down, the cheapest seats. If you want to go to those shows, this is for Forbidden Door. They're going to do the three shows they did the pay per view, $16.50. That's $16.50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, they, they do not sell tickets. They don't. They don't. They don't. Yeah, they have a show on Wednesday. But they do such a good job. I guess cameras can hide everything, right? I mean, mm-hmm. half the, the majority of that stadium is blacked out. Yeah. Right. Basically, the floor and maybe the bottom half of the bottom bowl is all you're getting. Yeah. Right. And so ultimately, at the end of I mean, Punk show, will help with some sales a little bit. No, they got yeah, yeah, but dude, he's not going to show up on on Dynamite or anything. Collision is his show. They won't bring him to the other shows. And we have Forbidden Door, right? Well, I don't even know if he's on Forbidden Door. There's no match for him there. They got to put him on there. Well, let's see. You think, but... You would think, but let's see. Let's see, right? I mean, maybe we'll find something out this Wednesday. Collision's this weekend, right? Or Forbidden Door's this weekend, right? I think so. Yeah, so I don't even know if there's a Collision show. Yeah, I think it is. Right, Collision is in Toronto, I think. Yeah, Yeah, they're in Toronto, they're doing Montreal. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So look, man. Forbidden Door is in Toronto, though. Yeah, yeah. Forbidden Door is in Toronto. I mean, it's a fun card. Don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Yeah. Well, that's good. 
If, if you're a New Japan guy, you kind of always want to see this. Uh, Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega always put on great matches. So you can't yeah. go wrong with that. Um, Okada's going to be there. Tanahashi's going to be there as well. So you're going to get some really good talent from Japan coming through. Yep. And I'll, I'll give it, I'll, I'll say this much, man. AEW, they do have good wrestling. They do have good wrestling. The storylines are off. You know, there there are a lot of thoughts. For but me, it's like when I good. watch AEW, they got some great competitors as Wind and Ringwork. I'm not denying that. Um, but it, it, it feels like an independent wrestling show, half of the show that I'm watching. There's a lot of little guys, there's a lot of skinny guys, and that's fine, but that's most of the card. Well, for me, it feels like I'm at a local indie show after a little bit. They got the be- they got the better commentators in WWE. I have to give them that. Fair enough, fair enough. So you think Excalibur and uh, Tony Schiavone are better than Michael Cole? And uh... I think Tony Schiavone is way better than Michael Cole, yeah. And I mean, I actually, speaking of collision, I poor JR, he had the black eye, came on there to the broadcast, and that was horrible. He's stepping away for a bit. He, he, he I think back. he should retire, man. I think his time is done. I love JR. He's the voice of my generation, but I, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta call it when I call it, man. Like it's time to step aside, man. Like do other things, but I, I, I just like, it's just getting there now, man. To the point where it's just, well, I think it's time for him to, yeah. No, some no, guys okay. like some guys like Bob Cole can go to mid eighties. Some guys just lose their fastball in the seventies. Yeah, just... no, no, no. It's true, and it, it's, it's. I think what you know, Bob Cole, prime example. I mean, he came to the point where he didn't know who was on the ice. Well, it's not that he didn't know. He, can, he couldn't see. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? But, but hockey's be, way harder to call than wrestling. Right, wrestling right. But it, exactly. But he made he made it very difficult for himself, at least to listen to him. He sounded like he was struggling. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was struggling big time. Right? That's why so, he's stepping away. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you know, I don't want people to remember him as a struggling JR. Oh, no, I won't. It's going to oh, go down as the greatest wrestling commentator ever. Man, you... Uh, Possibly, you know, uh, Golden Soli, Gordon Soli's there as well. So, but this is what I'm saying, right? You know, like every generation has their guy, right? Yeah. Ours was the King and, and Jim Ross. Yeah, you could say Gorilla and Bobby too. Well, I mean, when we were little kids. Yeah. Right? You know, Bobby, Gorilla, Bobby, Jesse. <laughs> then you got Shivani and Bobby. And yeah. WCW. yeah, yeah. So, back and forth. All right, brother man, uh, let's wrap this puppy up. Do you have anything for me? I do, yeah. What Since do we're talking about the one and only, let's hear your uh, top five favorite CM Punk matches of all time. Top five CM Punk matches of all time. Uh, John Cena, CM Punk in Chicago, where Punk won the title and ran away with it. That yeah. was always fun. Um, CM Punk versus MJF. That was a pretty good match. Yep. Uh, CM Punk versus John Moxley was a good match as well. Uh, the feud that Jericho and CM Punk had that led up to their match at WrestleMania 26, that match was really good. Yep. And last but not least, CM Punk versus The Undertaker. because That was my favorite CM Punk match. Yeah. And Undertaker kicked his ass, beat him, and he went home and never came back to the WWE. That was my favorite CM Punk. That was a really good match. He worked good in that match. Yes, sir. All right, brother Matt, why don't we wrap this up and call it a show for today? Um, thank you, man. Uh, we're having a good time. We're, we're good. building up and everything's coming together. So on that note, my name is Bobby Sampson with my man, Mr. Chance Michaels. 
And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download and like and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the infamous words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Sap and Chance. Everybody have a great rest of your week. We will see you next. I guess I guess we'll see you. You won't see us. Well, we'll see you, but you won't see us on Thursday. Yeah? Thursday. Got it. All right. Sap and Chance out. <laughs>